Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. From Hollywood, we bring you The Lawrence Welk Show. And now, our musical host, maestro Lawrence Welk. Welcome back, horror fiends, to the internet's best horror and entertainment podcast. This is the Graveyard Shift. I am your host, Draven. With me always will be my band of misfit co-hosts, the man snack-packing around the country, Bassif. Howdy. The only Disney-endorsed male girl on a horror podcast, male girl Barbarella. How's it going? And as you can see, El Phantom is not here tonight due to unforeseen circumstances. Because he's El Unreliable. Wow. Did you come up with that all on your own there, buddy? Took a few times to practice. <laughs> Couldn't get it out Old the first age. three times. That'll be in the blooper reel, maybe. Oh, nice. Hey, we already delayed this podcast a week for El Unreli- Unreliable. Yeah, it's true. And then he still didn't show up on the new scheduled podcast. Uh, I don't know. Should we suspend him? Time for a replacement. Oh, man. Send your you resume. Are you taking applications? I mean, we send might. To send your resume, send your resume to, resume to the Facebook. To, yes. Sweet. I'll get more mail. <laughs> well, first, before we get into the show, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Graveyard Records and Movie Maniacs. Please check out the website, www.graveyardrecords.com. On this show tonight, we're going to be doing uh, reviews on Wizard World Chicago and Flashback Weekend. Me and Bassif were there. Our male girl here will give some interesting uh, insight to... Because I was doing the mail. Yeah, she was looking at mail, so she could not go. Do you say males or mail? I said mail. Oh, okay, just checking. Okay, yeah, I mean, (laughs) you could have been looking at males. Is that that what was going on? Really? You're on a podcast, you can't do that. Oh, sure, why not? Oh, Jesus. And we'll also be talking... you like it long or thick? Nice. It's how the tool works, not how wow. big it is. So you're happy to see a thick package in your mail slot? I love all kinds of packages in my slot. Thank you. All kinds? Oh, boy. <laughs> you just opened just up made a can up. of worms. This just took a quick turn. I can't even tell people what's going on in this show because we're talking about different stuff in your slot. So <laughs> if El Phantom was here, he'd be like going, Because <laughs> I, I got to say, when you were, uh, when you were gone... El Phantom did say he was going to lay on your bed naked. That is a true story. He did Uh, say that. And he said he was going to sift through your... uh, My unmentionables? Yes. Mm. What do you feel about that? It creeps me out. Does it? It does. Because he probably did it. I'm the only, sure he the only time that would get creepy is if he opens up a drawer and you find what looks to be like a black mushroom sitting in the middle of the drawer. <laughs> now that's been told to us to have been used for your prostate, but I find that hard to believe. And I saw that in a video once. That was pretty disgusting. It's pretty horrible. Yeah. Starting off on the right foot. Only a foot or two away from a garbage can full of puke. <laughs> yeah, Dry. Corroded over puke. From probably a week ago. That's a weekly occurrence for our long lost host. Yeah. Who was here on the first show. R.I.P. Do we have a moment of silence for that? No, we had enough okay. dead air earlier from <laughs> un- <laughs> unreliable over here. 
The first thing I want to get into today is there's been a lot of talk about this on all of the internet sites for all horror news. Is about the, There's a blogger out there who did, I liked it better when it was called Army of Darkness, which is basically comparing the similarities between Army of Darkness and The Great and Powerful Oz. I think it's a bit of a stretch, but I'll let you guys decide. I'm going to list the, some of the similarities, and then we'll go back and we'll discuss them. Some of the similarities between the two movies, according to this video, is uh, the movie's about a guy who gets sucked into a tornado, transported to a distant land, goes to a castle, meets a beautiful woman who tells of a prophecy, then the woman becomes evil later in the film. They're both attacked by witches, sent on a quest through a dark forest that leads to a graveyard where they retrieve a magical item that sets an army out after them. Villagers rally behind the hero, but he doubts himself. Uses a book from his era to, to create gunpowder and modify a vehicle. Love interest gets captured by a flying evil creature. Montage of hero training villagers that lead to a pep talk to prepare for battle. And the battle ends with explosions in the sky. Sounds to me like a retelling of the Bible. Really? <laughs> now, I really should not continue with this, but explain to me... <laughs> How this compares to the Bible? Absolutely don't know. Never read it. <laughs> you you just thought that would be a funny little hook line to throw in there? No. No? You said it because... I'm trying to get all the... Um... All the references just going? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Wow. You're huge. missing one big one, though, here. I'm waiting for it patiently. What is it? Come on, Bass. I'm, I'm having a complete mind fart. To be honest, I had so an idea of two, what I was trying to explain. The two movies, right, is Army of Darkness, Army of Darkness and, and Oz the Great and Powerful. Oz and Great and Powerful was made by who? Sam Raimi. Oh, but what company? Disney. Disney. Mm. And we all know Disney wrote the Bible. <laughs> oh, Disney boy. did See, not write the Bible. <laughs> it did not happen. <laughs> this this no Who this was epi- this was episode two we don't need to discuss <laughs> disney and the bible in but this who conversation wrote the bible? no part, religion on the show podcast. remember yeah. no religion yeah. i'm just trying on to cause controversy you cause enough controversy by just talking but they're both aren't they both sam raimi movies yes they're both okay. sam raimi movies okay. that that's i've seen both and i'm like i had he wanted to collect a paycheck one. for work he's already done yeah the big deal about this is people are saying he's a lazy director and just made the same movie twice he probably did I what agree. he knows but i i think it's a bit of a stretch i don't think i mean to me some of these things had to be in there because they were in the wizard of oz like he had to be sucked into a tornado so in other words raimi go to a distant land ripped off the go to a castle wizard of oz Pretty much. That means that you're right. He probably would have ripped off off Wizard Wizard of Oz Oz the first time around. Yeah. So So when he made this prequel, because that's what it is, right? A prequel? Correct. Yes, but it's a god-awful one. Yeah, that was the movie you were supposed to rent a month ago and watch. (laughs) I wouldn't waste my time on... Yeah, that's right. because it. Yeah, that's right, because people turn into whores when they watch Disney films. I forgot about this. No, only if you're in a Disney film. Ah. Disney TV show. So you can watch it, and there will be no effects. Have you seen me? I'm no whore. No, but... Me either. Male girl over here talked about a bunch of stuff in her slots just a little while ago, and she's Disney-endorsed. Yeah, well. <laughs> and she likes it thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she and talked deep. about Hey. <laughs> I didn't say that. She didn't. I'm just fantasizing. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
Oh, no religion Thick, here. Sorry. Deep. Hard. So back to the movie. <laughs> Screw the movie. Great and our powerful Oz sucked. I just want to watch Army of Darkness. Take Bruce Campbell out. It's even a better movie. <laughs> he is the movie. Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't that all just about Okay, him? that was when Bruce was still cool. Or I thought he was cool. Groovy. And then I met him. <laughs> That's all I can think about when Just I pillow talk, baby. Groovy. But really, though, some of these things had to be in the movie. You know, he had to be sucked into a tornado, transported to a distant land, go to a castle. So he was He's sucked bu- off? No. Sucked into. You but know, if so you get sucked into, you got sucked off the ground. Correct. But not <laughs> so sucked, sucked off, off. Not sucked off in the way you would like to. Okay. By Sam Raimi? Yeah, by Sam Raimi or Bruce, because he was still cool <laughs> I back then. I was about then. to add that, but you beat me to it. There you go. You wanted to play with his boomstick. Is that, is that what was going on? I'll take Hey-o. Sam Raimi. I'll take Sam Raimi. You want Sam Raimi? Yeah. Okay. For the block. All right. Nice. Now, both being attacked by witches, same thing. They got to introduce the Wicked Witch somewhere in this movie. True. So, you know, in Army of Darkness, there's witches in the film. Uh, The only thing I can see here that's kind of weird is the sent to the quest through a dark forest leads to a graveyard where they retrieve a magical item. Uh, that's either coincidental or that's him going, yeah, that works. That was probably him saying, yeah, it Well, works. that's like saying he stole the woman later becomes evil. He met my girlfriend then. Really? She you was mean, nice. Was she? Yeah, she used to suck me off too. Really? I heard she was a Betamax though. There were certain things she wouldn't do. Eighty <laughs> style, I heard. That's just what I heard. Now you're going to references that people aren't going to understand. <laughs> well, you should clarify your okay. Betamax subject. Clarifying the, be- the Betamax subject is a girl nowadays who doesn't swallow, I refer to as a Betamax because they shouldn't make them anymore. I know it's harsh, it's fucked up, but <laughs> it's just my little reference that I like to put in there for all the 80s fans out there. So what's a Blu-ray? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You, sir, do not swallow, apparently. <laughs> the right price. <laughs> Although other people at this table, we've heard stories. But Stories. Let's clarify. Wait a stories. second. She doesn't want to lose her Disney endorsement. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe you'll get a nice little spinoff film. Oh, boy. Male girl does Magical Kingdom or something. <laughs> A spin off or a spit out? <laughs> oh, that's brutal. <laughs> They're stories. Not if you eat celery. They're rumors. Stories. We'll leave it at that. No. I liked it better when it was called. <laughs> Backdoor Team Mom. Oh, boy. <laughs> so you referenced your Betamax yes. analogy there? Yes, he, right. he just wanted me to explain it, so I did. So now everyone understands what I meant by Betamax. There you go. Yeah, but, but, but Betamaxes are cheap now. <laughs> and they're they, easy to find. They oh, are. At the dollar store. At the dollar store. <laughs> and they're also vintage and one-dimensional. <laughs> but you always know what you're going to get. <laughs> so sometimes the tape doesn't work. <laughs> uh, that's what a rewind's for. <laughs> nice. So anyway, since you're the only one who saw it because Bassif is a fuckstick and didn't know how to go to Redbox, <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think I of this? I would never touch a Redbox. 
bullshit. That's, that's infected. <laughs> yeah. What did I think about Great what, Oz? What do you think about the similarities between the two? Do you think that he actually did copy a movie he no, already did? No, I think there's a few similarities where he was probably like, I stuck to what I know how to do. But if you're pulling in that this person got sucked into this and met the evil princess and evil queen in this and then the good one and then the bad one and then there's a struggle, isn't that half the movies that are out there? Pretty much. Right. That was my point. Right. I think it's a bit of a stretch to say. Well, I think is... there's, you know, there's people out there that are looking for the similarities. Oh, no, they just ripped this off and ripped that off. You know, it's, if I were to do paintings, you'd probably see the same type of stroke of this color or that color because that's what I know, you know. so with You know movie, strokes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> different strokes. For different folks. Billy Squire. Oh, boy. Stroke me. Stroke me. <laughs> then years later, turns out he's gay man, gay man. Wow. I was very shocked to know that. Hey, I went a minute and a half without saying anything. You did? That's pretty amazing. You must be very tired. I blacked out. Did you? <laughs> That's what happens when you're diabetic. Um, so. <laughs> I just think there's similarities in no matter what you do. Even, yeah. like, you know, music. Some of it repeats itself, and it's kind of like, oh, that one kind of sounded like that one. Or it just, it is what it is. People do what they know. In repeat sometimes. Yeah, pretty much every original idea has been done. Now. Sure. And people are going to take from it. And just because he did both films, people want right. to point their finger. Sure. And, yep. you know, you touch the holy grail of, you know, horror right. B-movies of with Army of Darkness well, and Bruce it's, Campbell. It's, so. it's, it's two ends of the spectrum you had. He did the first horror movie. And then now he did a Disney film, and it was geared towards kids. But what I liked is that after they started showing it in the theater, there was a disclaimer that says, "May you know, may frighten children under the age of 10. Did well, you guys know that? No, I didn't. Yes, because people, little kids, you know, because it's a Disney movie. And they're like, oh, let's go. It's Disney. And then you get in there, and it's dark, and the tornado and all that stuff. It's kind of freaky, you know? I personally... I watched a child watch it that was kind of like... What's going on? And then was like, did that really happen? And then, you know, it, once he got transported to the other world, it was like, you know, it was okay. But there was that part where he's getting whisked through the air and there's swords coming at him and all this stuff. And it's just, you know, for Disney, I'm sure they were probably like, yeah, no, that's not really our style. But that's Sam Raimi's style. So with the two together, that's what you got. I personally loved Mila Kunis in the movie. Of I course. thought she looked badass as the Wicked Witch. Oh, yeah, but, she looked good. But, of course, she's looked awesome before the makeup, which is why I wanted to see the exactly. movie in the first place. <laughs> That's okay. Are you okay? Are you awake? You good? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Hopefully you'll speak more later. You okay? Just blacking out. You're just blacking out. <laughs> Shouldn't have ate the Twinkie before we hit record. <laughs> Note to self. I'm looking for Mila Kunis porn. Are you? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wait, was she in... Wait, she was in a Disney movie. This has been the worst 14 minutes of my life. Really? Because <laughs> you have nothing to say? Yeah. <laughs> All right, then moving on. All right, we'll go on to movie reviews. There you go. I just saw Kick-Ass 2 today. Oh. I don't know if you saw the first movie. I saw the first one. Did you like the first movie? Yeah, it's alright. I love the first movie. I thought this the sequel was even better. It's not getting very good reviews, but I beg to differ. I think it was an awesome movie. Uh, it had a lot of good comedy bits in it. 
had a lot of good action in it. I just thought overall it was a very good sequel because you don't get very many good sequels, especially superhero movies. But it was a little over the top with the crude stuff this time around, which I enjoyed. I know a lot of people don't, but I thought it was funny. But uh, Does Hit Girl ever get any blood poured over her head at the prom? No. Hit Girl gets blood poured over her head at the prom Wait, in October this... in the Carrie remake. Oh, I was going to say, is this a spoiler alert here? N- no, this is... Oh, that's right. She's the It's Chloe Grace Mortis gotcha. is the new Carrie. This is just... You're, you're just terrible tonight. It's bad. <laughs> I, I wish Phantom was here. <laughs> but the other movie we were going to do a quick review on was R.I.P.D., which Bassive actually did watch. I stayed awake. You did. For did two you hours. Like it? it was good. It was just um, Men in Black with Men Monsters. Men in Black and, yeah, with Monsters, but it was good. I thought that... Um, Maybe they should do that. You should email that guy and say, I liked it better when it was called. Yeah. And let's do the similarities on that one. Yeah, Men in Black and R.I.P.D. I I thought Jeff Bridges and uh, Ryan Reynolds played off each other very well, though. Yeah. I thought they had a lot of on-screen chemistry. And what I wasn't expecting, because he's not in any of the trailers, was Kevin Bacon, who's in the whole movie. Really? He's in the whole movie. He's the villain in the movie. Hmm. Uh, but he's not in any of the trailers. He's not mentioned in anywhere, but he's in the whole movie. So That's I thought why that was it was cool. like, hmm, because I didn't see him in the trailers. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was pretty badass to see Kevin Bacon. Yo, why are you laughing? Speak, sir. I'm trying to think of a bacon joke. Mmm, <laughs> bacon. I just keep bacon. having the, the bacon. Bacos commercial in the back of my head. Bacon! <laughs> I'm just... You liked it better when it was called Men in Black. <laughs> it's just because you like it black. I'm just swirling around the drain right now. I apparently, dude, because uh, the toy segment's next. So you, I, ho- I hope you snap out of this. <laughs> You're gonna have to jolt them like a yeah, pretty Pulp much. Style. You better I'm thinking that. people tuned out 12 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Hey, man. I'm running this thing very good without you, by the way. Thank you very much. But anyway, I would highly recommend going to see Kick-Ass 2 and R.I.P.D. They're both very good films. Next in the toy news. Oh, God. Now it's time for me to wake up. Yes. A piece that I'm looking forward to that I have pre-ordered. Hot Toys is doing an Eric Draven Crow figure. I'm very excited. Bassett. Okay. 12-inch action figure by Hot Toys. That comes with 30 points of articulation, um, screen accurate outfit or wardrobe, and uh, comes with a number of extra parts, including you know numerous hands, his guitar, necklace, boots, also a Crow logo stand, and this will be released uh, April 2014. Now I think Graveyard's doing pre-orders on that too. I believe they are. I think they've got it on the website for right around 225 in pre-order where uh, once the item actually hits the shelves or is in store the price will jump up so that is a pre-order price of $224.99 which can be found at graveyardrecords.com there's also photos of it I believe up on the Graveyard Facebook page and there will be updated photos on the podcast now I will say this about Hot Toys they make really nice collector friendly boxes that if you want to open and display your figures 
and then put them back in the box later to possibly resale, even though you're a scab if you do that on eBay, but I know a lot of guys do. Uh, that's one thing I like about Hot Toys. Um, they make a nice book box. Figure fits in nice. It displays nice in the box, but if you want to put it on the stand, like I said, you can always set it back in for resale later, and there's really no way to tell. Just make sure it doesn't get dusty, because no matter what you do, you can never really get the dust completely out of it, and somebody with the trained eye is going to know that that thing was on display. So keep it in a curio cabinet or glass cabinet of some type. Especially with the leather jacket he's going to have, stuff's going to stick to that like no other. So next thing that we're going to go into is uh, Nika did an answer to the San Diego Comic-Con glow-in-the-dark Super NES Jason from the Super Nintendo game. Um, They're doing a Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy from the original Super NES game for that, too, in a nice book box, just like the Jason did. Uh, What about that, Bassif? How's that looking? Uh, I'm just going to have a replica box, just as the Jason did from Comic-Con. Uh, again, this is a 1984 video game appearance that Freddy did. Uh, the video game is not very memorable, but the figure actually is really cool looking. Um, so basically, it's just going to be a companion piece to the Comic-Con exclusive, but without the Comic-Con exclusive price tag, which currently is going for between 80 to to 100 bucks on eBay um, for a piece that actually sold for originally $25 at the con. Uh, this one's going to probably have about a $25 price tag on it. They haven't really released numbers yet, but uh, there are going to be six per case, and uh, it's going to be a nice piece. You know, it's uh, collector-friendly, too, in the respect that the box is not uh, taped shut, so you can actually pull the figure out and display it. Again, keep the dust off of it, and you can put it right back in, and in most cases, most collectors will never even know it was opened. Unless, of course, the box is shrink wrap like the Jason was. Yeah, but you got you have to take the shrink wrap off to even be able to open up the book box to see what the figure looks like. True. And most collectors are going to do that anyways just to check out the figure. So, you know, I don't know if in the long run it's really going to matter if it's shrink wrapped or not. You know, it's one of those things that some collectors are going to say, yeah, I want it still sealed and never been opened. But others are going to be like, well, I want to display it and open it up. So it's it's kind of like the sideshow boxes. Most guys who don't open their figures will still prop the box open so that you can still see the figure in there. And, you know, some of those figures we see guys getting autographed at the conventions, too. And instead of getting the the box front signed, uh, they get the window signed. Now, one cool thing I notice about the Freddy is that it's video game accurate. Like, the pants are all red, like in a video game. It's not red and green sweater. It's kind of like a brownish tinge to the stripe. So you wouldn't know because you're colorblind. But, uh, yeah, that's what I thought was cool. It was, it was video game accurate. And the sculpt was actually very nice. Uh, next thing, today, emails went out and pre-orders went out for Walking Dead Series 5 already from McFarland Toys. Due out in early next year. Uh, some pretty awesome figures out there. January 2014. Wow. Five figures in the series. Um kind of a rehash if you ask me because they're actually putting out a Merle figure but now it's going to be the Merle Walker so all those fans who rushed out and bought those custom made Merle Walkers on eBay uh, you just pissed a lot of money away because uh, obviously McFarland's going to make something that's a little bit more screen accurate and I'm sure he did it because he saw all those people selling those McFarland never likes to see fans or customizer make any money you know that he could potentially make and 
that's the whole reason for doing the reissue of uh, the Daryl Dixon figure, even though it's slightly different. It's going to kill the market on the single figure unless you're a tried and true collector who has to have everything. Uh, also in this set is going to be Glenn. Then you get the Merle Walker. You get Maggie, Tyrese, and a charred Walker, which I don't think we've actually seen anywhere in the show yet. You know, I was thinking that there's that part at the end of season three where they show that pit of walkers, and don't they light the pit on fire? Remember by all the silos? Yeah. I was it, thinking it about that. Could, could be, be that. Could be that, but that would be one of those, you know, it'll, it'll end up being a zombie that nobody really knows you know who, who the actor is. was yeah yeah i mean it's kind of like the the pets were for a while until those guys came forward and said hey look at me i want to sell an autograph you yeah. know I'll, I'll sign something for you here's us out of makeup here's us in makeup see it's the same guy yeah. but the the figures look like they're going to be nice um early photos they look pretty decent you know accurate you're going to get an additional head for glenn so you can have you know Hero Glenn, and then you can have uh, just got my face pounded in by Merle Glenn. So uh, he's busted up pretty good, swollen eye, bloody lip, uh, nose, and so on. Um, and these are nice scans of the actors they're doing. It's a lot better than the first series because the first series it seemed like it was just kind of freehand sculpting, and then from season from series two on, it seemed to get better. Yeah, well, with the, the Tyre- sculpts of the figures. The Tyrese figure is going to have 22 points of articulation. He's going to come with a hammer, shotgun, and a silenced pistol uh, that the fans will instantly recognize. Um, Maggie is going to be basically dressed in her zombie apocalypse outfit and uh, will feature, again, 22 points of articulation with a knife and hip stash, assault rifle and pistol, and... Uh, Merle will be basically, uh, you know, the bloody version of what the governor did to him, um, you know, at the end of uh, season three. And all zombified. Yeah. And awesome looking. So, so then. It looks good. I thought, I thought it looked good. Yeah. Some of, the, some of the customs I've seen looked really good, but again, this will be McFarland's version of what was seen on screen, so you'll see inconsistencies. Now, series four should be hitting the shelves very soon as well. Uh, early September. Because that was Andrea, the governor, Carl. Um, we got the two-pack Dixon brothers. And then you have the uh, Riot Gear zombie. And, and Gas Mask gas zombie. Mask zombie. And I, they both have re- removable helmets, and the sculpts look pretty badass for that. Yep. Well, mail girl, it's oh, time boy. for your segment. You got some mail. Yay! So please let us know who sent this mail and what they asked. Oh, oh, that's right. Because like I said, anybody can do this. Please go to the contact us section of our website. I have to read my own questions, huh? Because L Phantom... L Phantom is not here. Graveyardshiftpodcast.com. Go to the contact us section. Send your questions into the mail, girl. She will read them on the air. So we have two questions. We have two. two? Sure. Okay. All right. Let's see. I have here. Should I say who it's from? Yes. She oh, okay. Do a little right. shout out. It is from Lobster Girl. Lobster All Girl. Right. Subject is tiny paws. Really? Yeah. Okay. It says, here's the message. Male girl Barbarella, is it true that Draven's hands are so small that he needs help to control the... 
the soundboard for your show. Thanks and smooches. Aw, smooches back. Doesn't sound like you have a fan there. Well, yeah. the answer is no, you motherfucker. Help control the soundboard. You, you do actually have pretty small hands. Well, fuck you. Hey, I, I actually well, know... For way, somebody I mean, who goes by big ass sweaty, fuck, yeah, I guess his hands would be kind of small. <laughs> I would think if, since he's got small hands, he would feel see, like I, a super stud and uh, have this giant unit in his hand, which... Is see, I started giant. reading, and when it got to small hands, I kind of paused, because I was wondering what was going to come next. But well, I will say this lobster girl thing, yeah. it isn't fooling anyone. I have a good idea who this is. Nice. And it's just penis envy. That's oh, nice. all this is. Yeah. So no smooches to that. No, person. no, not no, no. Right. That that's all it is. It's just well, penis envy. Let me see your hands. Yeah, those are small. He hands. does have small hands. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> My hands are pretty small. And hey, all, let me see. Hey. Do, do that again. They're not as should bad we, as Lucius Jones. I was gonna, yeah. yeah. Should we do no. internet vision here? But I, but I, the same size. Hey, but I have decent sized feet, so it's good in the middle. It's all good. Oh. It averages out. So your package is okay it's to be good. mailed. Okay, it's good. Very good. I've been All complimented. Right. Do you got any hand sanitizer? We, uh, <laughs> I don't know where that hand's been. Can we speak been. to these people who have complimented you? Yes, you can actually. All right, let's see. Okay. What's this next one? This next one is from... The name is No Homo Wrestler. Nice. The subject is... It says B-A-S-F is the subject. So Bassif. Is this too Bassif? Too Bassif. Oh, dear male girl Barbarella, I love the show. Why, thank you. And you guys seem to be relatively normal guys to ask a question to. Do you think that boys who wrestle in high school go on to be gay porno stars and grow big porn mustaches? Thanks. Hey, Bass, if you in all state. Ah, uh, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do that to uh, wrestle with other men. I did that because I like to hurt people. Sure. And, uh... No, I don't think they go on to gay porn or have uh, gay porn mustaches. Uh, <laughs> no, furthest from the truth. I mean, I think the guys who do it professionally, they're the ones that like the uh, rub up on... Uh, well, you know, there's a wrestler who just came out. It's true. That's Darren Young just, came out. That's what I hear. So, <clears throat> obviously... It he, made the uh, news. He's a top, I guess. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I, I'm just thinking, okay. you know, he probably likes to be on top. Uh but no, if you're talking about high school wrestling, I don't think that has anything to do with gay, going out to be gay porn stars or having gay, gay mustaches. Or, Even though they start out behind another guy. But I have a question, though. I have a question to go with this know. person's question. I haven't question. done this for so many years. I didn't enjoy it. Back you in didn't, the, you it was didn't back just, in the Betamax days. Yeah, but I just liked hurting people. Did you ever grab any jewels? <laughs> no, no. didn't. didn't Are you lying? Jewels. No, I'm not lying. You sure? Pretty sure. I mean, I know not intentionally that you went to go grab the jewels, but did you like... Well, sometimes you get some crotch in your face, yeah. Did you, you enjoy it? that, didn't you? No, I didn't enjoy that. I was uh, not particularly fond of wrestling uh, African-American wrestlers either. Why? Because when those guys start sweating, they start a funkin'. I know somebody who spunks when they sweat. Yeah. Well, He's sitting across the table from me right now. That's why they call me big ass sweaty fuck. Exactly. Massive to be exact. Exactly. There's a nice funkish hue that follows him around in the cons. It's got a color waff going it Kind of. Is it grayish? I think it's like Yeah, I think if the show ever gets big, we should just brand name Sweat Towels. Sweat Towels. And you can sell them at a booth. The Bessif. There you go. Nice. 
bring them by. I'll sweat on them for you. Excellent. And you can take home the Muscabassif. So again, that please write into our mail, girl. Go to the contact us section, graveyardshiftpodcast.com. Anything you write, she will read on the air. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much, okay. Unless it's coming from the slacker chick in Chicago. <laughs> wow. I guess it didn't meet your approval. Uh, ten questions in one day, and I don't know. Seriously? Seriously. She wanted you to have a longer segment, I was told. Oh. Ten questions, and huh? And Draven would like to have a longer segment, too. Oh. Well, I, you know, he does I, have small hands, so. so... it makes it look like it's a longer segment. There you segment. go. Hey, 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 hey. So I control your microphone, asshole. With his small hands. Yes, <laughs> with my small hands. Well, at least you can reach the uh, control board, unlike uh, Nubilicious Jones and Trinosaurus hands. R.I.P. No longer with us on the graveyard shift. Maybe he'll make a guest ghost appearance. Maybe. I'm sure he will. There's a chance. But then again, he was more reliable than El Unreliable. (laughs) El Phantom Unreliable? Yes. Well, I'll be here. Don't worry next week. I'm sure here. I'll be here. It yes. happens, but the show must go on, right? It Isn't must that what they say? go on. Even when I can't think straight. That's true. Gee, I should get mad props because I'm just the male girl and I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah, and you put more into this show than I did. She did. But then again, when going on now, our 23rd hour of being wide awake. And why is that? Because I have to work for a living. I didn't make uh, millions of dollars doing oh. uh, podcasts. Yeah, me yeah. either. Which nobody wants to hear me about either. that crap. So, but nobody wants to hear about you you being up for twenty three hours. No, I'm sure not. You're right. So on the convention it's news, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine makes it so much easier. But see, I'd have some of that if El Phantom was here. But no, wow. El Unreliable couldn't bring the cocaine. So you're endorsing cocaine. That's what's happening it, it, right now. It, it worked for um, for Clapton. Wow, uh, wow! Wow! Now that's re- you might have to explain that because yes. I, you know, you want to. Explain I really this. don't think well, some of the listeners right, but that was like in what the seventies. Oh, okay. Okay. They they smoked weed back then. No, no, no that song was probably in the seventies. Just go to YouTube and type in Clapton cocaine. It'll explain it all. Come on. Does that You're even young. come up? I'm gonna check. I don't know. I'm gonna check. Wow. No. We're not endorsing the use of cocaine. Bassett doesn't use cocaine, doesn't use any drugs at all. Like, straight edge. Uh, well, yeah, pretty much. Like CM Punk. CM Punk is just a douchebag. Hey. He's, now, the, he's a guy who... He's the best He's in the a world. wrestler who is looking to get into gay porn, I bet. No. With uh, John Cena. No. And maybe he John can just... Cena. <laughs> maybe the two of them could tag team with uh, The Shield. And the three of them could just have one giant, you know. You know what's amazing? He just learned all these names when we were at Wizard. I was going to say. Isn't that great? He yeah, just great, I know who John Cena is. A great segue into Wizard World where I got to meet a, a very fine individual who's just a uh, shining star in the MMA world. Hey. Um, what? That's a tease. we got to go into convention news oh. first. Okay. Sorry. So first, in convention I'm news. I'm with Envy. Yes. Horrorhound Weekend, September 6th through the 8th in Indianapolis. Me and Bassif will be there. Robert England's headlining the show. We had a couple editions of James Duvall. You may know him as Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darko. Met him in the past. Really cool guy. 
uh amy Steele is jenny in friday 13th part two she's gonna be there she'll be there with jason from part two the real jason from steve part two dash. steve dash so you can get nice little posters there signed by both of them steve's a nice guy but he's just a little bit uh vain a little bit but he's a good guy well no he's a good guy yeah, he retired he, for several years, disappeared off the circuit. Now he's kind of making a comeback, yep. which is great for those fans who haven't met him yet. But, uh, you know, at least he won't grab your ass like, um, what was his? Uh, that was Clive Barker who did that to no, you. No, no, not Clive Barker. <laughs> I'm talking about the guy who did the unmasking scene. Oh, Warrington Gillette. Warrington Gillette. Warrington's a little light in the loafers. <laughs> He's your buddy, though. No, 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 no. You no, and Warrington no. hang out. No, 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 no. You trade old high school wrestling tricks together. <sighs> That's terrible. You grab jewels. <laughs> Nobody grabbed my ass. In the I woods? Was trying to grab jewels. Was it in? Was it in the woods? No, it wasn't in the he woods. He always says, I'll kill your ass in the woods. You know what that means. <laughs> yeah. He's looking to destroy it, passive. No. He wants a little piece. No. Met him, no? Met him a couple times and... He's a nice guy, him? but uh, I just <laughs> not into getting the. I, I don't need the small of my back caressed till my, <laughs> to the top of my buttocks. That's okay. If now, if Clyde Barker wants to do that, shit, he but, did do that. I know it happened. I know in an art gallery. I know that was and you, fine. And it's you kind of you kind of got squirrely afterwards. <laughs> he freaked the shit out. Uh, he obviously likes bears. Nice. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. I'm nothing? just over here shaking Clyde my Barker, hell, you want to grab my ass? No problem. I got no problem with that. Uh, Warrington Gillette? Yeah, come on, buddy. Your two seconds of fame don't warrant grabbing ass. Days of the Dead, Chicago. Why are you laughing about November 15th through the 17th. Why are you laughing about Clyde Barker grabbing my ass? Because of how much you really liked it. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Yes, you did. I enjoyed meeting Clyde Barker. No, you you, you enjoyed it because the whole ride home I had to hear, dude, he grabbed my ass. It was kind of weird, but it's Clive Barker. I was in shock. You were in shock? Yeah. Because you liked it? No. Yeah. Well, hell, he gave me free autographs. Hell yeah, I like it. I think it goes back to your wrestling days. I think no homo wrestler had a point. I'm just saying. Maybe. Maybe. Oh no. No? Okay, so Days of the Dead, Chicago, November 15th through the 17th. We will also be attending this show. Updates there. James Karen autographs are on sale right now in the tickets section of daysofthedead.net. He's only signing for three hours on Friday, three hours on Saturday. They're selling tickets by the block. $30, get you one autograph and a photo op on your camera included in $30, which I really enjoy because we'll get onto this whole photo op thing when we go into our reviews of Wizard World. But I really, I'm excited to meet James Karen. This is his last convention appearance ever. He's getting up there in age. Heard he's a very nice guy. He's one of the two autographs I'm missing on my Return of the Living Dead poster, so I'm very excited. Um, I would take advantage of this because I really think it's going to sell out before the con happens. Massive? That could just all be convention hype. You don't think it's going to sell out? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's that many people that really are going to you know, flock to get his signature. I mean... 
you know, when you start figuring out what it's going to cost to get a, a fully autographed poster, that's just getting to the point where it's getting a little too rich for some people's, you know, or some collectors' wallet. Also, Giordi White got added, also known as Twiggy Ramirez from Marilyn Manson, Perfect Circle. He'll be there signing autographs. Now, Bass, if you ran into him in Days of the Dead Indian, he was signing for free. Yeah, so he, this could be the case. We don't know for sure, but it may be the up, case here. He turned up Sunday uh, afternoon at Days of the Dead in Indy, uh, July 4th weekend, and was just kind of wandering around. He was just a fan looking to have a good time and... If you recognized him and walked up to him, he was cool enough to take photos with the fans and you know people who wanted an autograph, not a problem. He sat there and signed. And uh, it seemed like um, you know the, the promoters of the show didn't have a problem with it at all. And that's, uh, apparently they didn't because they invited him now to be at the Chicago show. Um, unlike another promoter that we know that sometimes has a heart attack because you weren't invited, you shouldn't be here signing. Hmm. which uh, to me makes absolutely no sense because that just enhances your show. And uh, that's just a goodwill thing. You know, when fans can run into somebody they're not expecting to be there and then can get a photo with them and a signature, that's just bonus. People remember that. Well, yeah, it's, it's the thing that will bring you back to the show, in the, you know, in the future. Yep. You know, Ari Lehman sat there at a, at a uh, piano one day playing – you know, and entertaining people who, you know, whether you were there for the show or not, he was sitting there playing and entertaining and signed a few autographs, took some photos with people and fans and, you know, had no problem doing it. I mean, Ari usually charges at a convention when he is a guest, and here he attended the convention and uh, unfortunately was asked to leave because he wasn't uh, a scheduled guest, and the promoters of that particular show didn't care for him being there. And actually banned him from the premises, which to me is just ridiculous. That That's just goodwill among the fans. That was uh, back in 06, too. Yeah, I'm, we're not going to name the show. No, because... we won't name the show, but it was back in 2006. Yeah. And Ari, I forgot to mention, did get added to Horror Hound. So he'll be jamming at the after party on the piano or his zitar or no, whatever. It's his... What is it? Like a sickle? Sickle? Yeah, yeah. Guitar, guitar sickle? Yeah, it's, not, it's... Or piano sickle? It's, I don't know what it is. It's interesting to see. I'm sure first Jason will play it's the after party you. or something like that. But uh, headlining Days of the Dead is our boy Danny Trejo. Always awesome to meet. Always awesome to see. Great guy. If you've never met Danny Trejo and you're in the Midwest, travel Days of the Dead, meet him. It's worth every penny. Awesome dude. He always... Uh... He's got, you know, he's he's always good with the fans. He's always willing to take time, take photos and such. Unfortunately, at Days of the Dead, he was charging for photos. That uh, in the past, when we've seen him, he hasn't charged. But uh, then again, that seems to be the new trend at these cons anyway. So it's unfortunate. Yeah, apparently with uh, Days of the Dead, they're doing without photo ops, but most of the guests charge an additional ten dollars to take a photo. Is that what I'm? understanding yeah because yeah, you've done a few days of dead this will be my first days of dead here in november yeah the last couple of shows i've gone to there was no charging i mean obviously ace freely when he was in chicago last year i think it was last november he charged uh, a fee for his autograph and then an additional fee for a photo with him but ace has always been camera shy so it's one of those things that if you want a photo with him you know you pretty much got to cough up the cash um but in past days shows, I didn't I didn't see that. You know, the the guests you could still get an autograph for twenty twenty five bucks. 
the guests would take the time to take a photo on your camera. Um, that's the one thing I like about Days of the Dead is they've taken a stand and said that they're not going to do these ridiculous overcharging of photo ops, which usually has a company that really just doesn't belong in the photo industry taking photos. Most of the photos blow pretty bad. But uh, unfortunately, um, the guests were charging at the indie show. And uh, Danny Trejo on Friday was $30 for an autograph and then $10 additional for a photo with him. Um, there was a bit of a backlash on the Facebook page when word started getting out and fans started commenting that they were just going to skip him. And then lo and behold, Saturday morning, Danny Trejo's cost now was $40 and you got a free autograph. Well, not to knock Danny and his, and his people that were with him, but come on, let's face it, <laughs> you're still paying 40 bucks to get an autograph and a photo where the day before it was 30 and 10 but yeah. at least they gave you the option if you didn't want a photo yeah on saturday if you walked up and you wanted to get three items signed it was 40 bucks per piece where the day before you could have got them for 90 bucks total which i'm sure in chicago is just going to be 40 across the board all weekend which that'd is unfortunate be, cause yeah, that'd be my guess in the past when we met him he was 20 bucks well, that's the thing, though. With these cons now, the standards for any headliner is going to be 40 bucks. That seems to be the new deal. It jumped to 30 a couple years ago, and we were like, oh, I hope it never gets any higher than this. And now 40 is the standard. So cons are getting to be uh, quite expensive. Big expensive. Very expensive. Well, there are some fans that have been posting on different Facebook pages saying that they're going to take a stand, and they're just going to, you know... Uh, skip those stars well know? until that happens these photo ops won't end yeah it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and because the more people that line up the more they're going to enforce it to where these photos at the table they're just going to stop all together that's it's, ridiculous it's heading that way well these guys say on on one of the forums for horror hound that they're going to take a stand and they're not going to pay the walking dead stars the $40 because now you know rumor has it nobody knows exactly if it's the uh, TV station or what is it AMC AMC, AMC yeah, no, yeah. we're not sure if it's AMC that's enforcing this but recently uh, even guys like Norman Reedus who were always very fan friendly and very cool with taking photos and Norman's always taken and gone out of his way to take photos with the fans um, just recently at Wizard and uh, one other convention Fandom at, Fest had to stop taking photos. Now, for Norman, we can understand because his line gets ridiculously long. You can be in line for six to eight hours to meet him because he does take the time to meet everybody, which that's great, but that becomes a long day and you end up spending the entire afternoon to get one autograph. So I can understand cutting him off, but when you have others like Chandler Riggs, Laurie Holden, Chad you know, Coleman, yeah, these Steve, guys, they charge. Steve Young, you know, people who are going to be at Horrorhound, you know. They charge $40 for an autograph. Okay, fine. You're a hot commodity. People will pay it. But at least take a damn photo with, you know, the person, the, the, the fan, at your table. And even if there's a photo op, there are those who line up. I call them the sheeple. They're going to get right in line. They're going to pay their 65 bucks or whatever it is for a photo op with the star. There's still going to be fans that are going to do that. But the rest of the fans, we want to get a photo at the table. Well, see, and that's the proof, though. The proof is... As the last horror hound since, when they had all those Walking Dead guests, everyone took photos at the table, but yet those photo ops for all those same people 
the sales were through the roof. The line was insane for all of them. Especially for the group one. Yeah, so it didn't take away from the photo op company to still take pictures at the table. Well, I've seen people bitching on the Facebook pages, especially Horror Hound, you know, saying that they're sick and tired of getting stuck behind a fan or a collector who gets, you know, a dozen or more pieces signed. And, you know, that to me just sounds like somebody who's jealous that can't afford to get a bunch of stuff signed, so then they're going to piss and moan about, oh, well, I got stuck behind a guy and he had 10 items signed. Well, you know what? Shut up. But aren't, aren't isn't that person paying for exactly. stuff to be signed? Well, exactly. and the other thing is, if you're behind that person, that person waited just as long as yeah. you did. So now when they're done, guess what? You got the time with the star now, right, too. Right, right. Well, they like to piss and moan and say, oh, well, this guy's going to throw it up on eBay and he's going to make money. Well, you know what? That's isn't the but way that it is. isn't isn't that his the person's right? Because yeah, exactly. they paid exactly. Right. They paid for the signature, and the way I see it is whether you're you know the signature. It's a commodity. It's bought, sold, and traded. Sure, just get over it. I mean, you know, if I walk up there because I'm one of those guys, I'll go up there and I'll get six, eight, ten items signed. Well, right, because you have got people that you know that are that are. Well, there's sometimes there's friends and, and family members that can't make it or don't want to travel the sure. distance. I mean, we. You know, me and Draven traveled out to uh, New Jersey for Monster Mania and drove 17 and a half hours. And we had friends that didn't want to do it, which I said, all right, fine. You know, I'm going to get you such and such autograph. Like Robert England was, I think, 30 bucks. I said, well, I'll do it and, you know, it'll cost you 35 bucks. It also helped offset our expenses. And it makes up for the fact that you're sitting in line, especially for Robert England at that show for three, four hours or more. But, you know, if somebody wants to be lazy and sit at home and doesn't want to travel doesn't want to put the effort into it you know well then if they have the option to pay a few bucks extra for an autograph yes that would be me because i yeah well that's that's the whole thing it's an industry to me the stuff is bought sold and traded it's a commodity you know it's great to talk to these guys but the simple fact is this if i get in front of norman Reedus and i've stood in line for six hours you damn well bet i'm going to have him sign 15 20 items and at 40 bucks a pop him and his agent are getting rich, and they're not going to bitch because they love to see a guy like me come up and spend that kind of money because it doesn't matter whether I stand in front of him for five, ten minutes while he signs all that oh, item sure, that's a or nice paycheck 30 right people come by right. and individually. In the long run, a guy who has a bunch of stuff signed is going to be in front of the star for less time than it would take if he signs 30 items for me. So you get like a, fanboy up there all uh, 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 well, trying to talk and get pictures. And, but regardless, you know, they get their moment in the, the spotlight. Sure. But for a star to sign 30 items for me is going to, again, it's going to take less time than it would take to put 30 people up there who are going to ask all kinds of questions, you know, and so on. I can be in and out of there in maybe 10, 15 minutes where 30 people could take another hour or more. You know, and they bitch and moan about, oh, you know, these guys are getting it and they're selling it or whatever. It doesn't matter. We paid the star. Just like you did. Yeah, and if you don't want to get it, you know, get an autograph and then sell it, that's great. That's your choice. Just like there's people who go and get stuff personalized. That's their choice. I personally don't want it personalized. I, When I die and I'm dead and gone, you know, your family members, friends or whoever, they don't want your scribble on there. You know, right, too right. passive. You know, that that means absolutely nothing. Where if it's not signed, they, they can turn around and who knows. I mean, they can give it away, they can sell it. I don't give a damn. I'm dead and rotten. I'm maggot meat. And the thing is, you know, I get things personalized and I get stuff 
not personalized for later down the road to sell. Me and Bassett for both fans, we do this stuff for the love of it, plus we do it to hopefully make some money down the line. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's the game. That's what funds our future conventions. Yep. So for those of you who don't like it, I'm sorry. I apologize, but I maybe cons aren't for you. Well, my, you know, you're a little bit nicer than me because I say you don't like it, fuck off. It's just that simple. That too. And with that attitude, we can go into our review of Wizard World Chicago and Flashback Weekend. So let's start with Wizard World. I was there all weekend. You were there two days out of the four. Now, my experience with Wizard, you know, I like Wizard because when you be, when you buy the VIP packages, it's worth it. It's nice. Everything's prepaid, so you can just go up there and do your thing. I went for a lot of WWE stars. Had a very nice experience with all of them. They were all really cool and awesome. So you, you like meeting men that potentially have a future in homosexual porn and have <laughs> have uh, gay mustaches. Now, is this from your own personal feelings on wrestling? Um, no, that's based on what uh, the message that was sent into Mail Girl for this. Oh, that was high school wrestling. Cause it, I, don't see, think it, I don't think it matters. Because professional same. wrestling is entertainment. High school wrestling... I'm looking over. Hold on. It doesn't... doesn't specify it doesn't say. It just says... You... Oh, wait. No, no, wait, no, 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 it no, does no, say. no. It says, do you think the boys who wrestle in high school... See, in oh, high school, in high you school. tumble on top of one another and squiggle around on the floor until one of you taps... In professional wrestling, uh, 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 no it's entertainment. And it's completely scripted, and you go back to a locker room and shower with... But but see, the scripted part, that's why it's entertainment. You can call what you did, getting all, you know, grabbing your partner's man meat or whatever and flipping them over and making them tap with his arm between your legs. <laughs> a sport, if it makes you feel better, it's okay. We've all seen the photos. We've all seen the mustache. It was your deal. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. But in professional That's wrestling. A personal mail that we must have got, huh? Because yeah, I, I, I mean. See, that was. It's I, taken I, me from then until the, now to put two and two together. That's as a I mail that I, got and look at you. I may I may have told this story oh. once before. I was going to say, that's a questionable mail to be sent in. But it me. was not sent from me. That I can tell you. But I may have told this story. I did not tell this person to send that question in. They took that upon themselves. So, I'm just saying. There you go, listening folks. You've now found out that mail was a plant. (laughs) But it was still funny. Because it made fun of your... So why don't you guys send in real mail yeah. so I don't have to sit here and answer that's, stupid that, mail like that's, that. That's why I said go to our contact us section, graveyardshiftpodcast.com. See, I want to know about the ten other questions that you apparently guys have hijacked. Do you remember any of them? I no, gladly we'll, answer we'll bring them up next week. Yeah, we'll bring them up. Something, something about Jason Mask or something. Jason Masks. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> he didn't like it for some reason. No. Man. I didn't really see it. It wasn't Bassif approved. It wasn't. Ah, uh-huh. this has been Bassif approved. <laughs> Those questions made it past the bar because they made fun of us. And where should they send questions again? To our contact us section of our website, graveyardshiftpodcast.com. Go there. You fill out all the whole form. 
and our mail girl will answer whatever you write. Excellent. So please, no matter what the question, you feel free to ask her Go whatever you Wizard want. World. Oh, Wizard sorry. World. So I went and met a lot of WWE stars. I enjoyed it. It was cool. A lot of my autographs turned out nice. The photo ops turned out nice. I also met, uh, went to meet Jason David Frank, who was Green and White Ranger and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Grew up on it when I was a kid. He's always awesome. Met him once before. He was before. your man crush, I think. No, was not a man crush. Are you sure about that? Because yeah. you got pretty damn giddy like I, all the other fanboys. I didn't wrestle in high school, so he wasn't a man crush. Wow. But... <laughs> But he did some pretty cool photo ops in costume as the White and Green Ranger. I did the Green Ranger one because I thought it was cool. But uh, the one thing I will say about Wizard was this year they changed it. They made it two levels instead of one level. Um, How did you like that setup? It made it a lot longer to get to your car. I'll tell you that. They also did it because there was the world of coin going on. In, in the big room where they just set everything normally. But the one thing I will say is uh, my girlfriend met Norman Reedus, bought the VIP. She didn't wait very long to get there, but I did notice, I don't know for sure if this was AMC sent a rep there now, but there was a young lady who stood about, I don't know, foot and a half away from whoever was meeting Norman at the time, listening to every single thing you said. Wow. So I don't know if it was an AMC rep. I remember AMC a few months ago threatening to do that and have someone from the company go to these appearances with the stars of their show who are still currently on them, on the show, and watch what they do, watch what fans say, and, you know, tell them they can't answer certain things or whatever. But uh, that got a little crazy when it got to the photo op. Her photo op went smooth and nice. Uh, I was there waiting for other f- my wrestling photo ops to come up when um, they were bringing out Norman Reedus photo ops. And like I said, the company that does it, I've always enjoyed. They've always been very nice, but I had never seen them be that rude to paying customers before when it came to these Norman Reedus photos. I mean, you know, it, I understand it was a lot of photos, but you had one guy saying, yeah, they'll be out in 10 minutes. Then you go hey, it's been 10 minutes, and another guy would be like, oh, it's 20 minutes. And then the girl's setting them down, and be like, okay, well, the girl's setting them down, why did you say 20 minutes? Oh, well, and then they'll all be out then. Then your photo isn't up, oh, it'll be another That's 10 minutes. That's just because they're a completely mismanaged company that can't get their shit together and doesn't deserve to be doing the caliber of Wizard World or even a small comic But convention. But now I will say they do take really nice photos. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what they do. It's how they treat the fans. And from what you saw and what I heard... The only thing I saw was with Norman Reedus. That was the only photo op I saw them get ridiculous with. Where it was just But that's because they oversold. They did, because the show was closed and there was at least 300 people still in line for the photo op. And a lot of people are there Saturday only, so they want to take their picture home. Well, yeah. So they want it, you know, and then they started saying, oh, well, get it tomorrow. Well, there's a lot of people who ain't coming tomorrow. You and, who said, wants you know, to, and who wants to drive there if you're from out of town? Say you went up just for the day. You want to drive back to Chicago from wherever you're from, 
but, pay, but even twenty five dollars to park. But even if you're from Chicago, you got to pay another fifty bucks to walk in the door the next day to get your photo that you were supposed that's, to get the day before. See, that's why I say that company is just ridiculous. They don't deserve to be doing a show as big as Wizard. If you're gonna do this, and even if you produce a great photo, you have to know your limits of what you can do in the allotted time for photos. And for him, for the show to end, and Norman still have easily two plus. Two to two to three hundred people waiting in line to get a photo. That's ridiculous. They oversold, and you know damn well just based on Norman's, Norman's past track record, he'll stay there to make sure every fan gets their signature, their photo, and so on. But come on, the guy's human. You know, he's he's already you know we've seen him sign for twelve plus hours straight. Wow. Other than a, a little you know I got to run to the can you know take a leak break, but. The company that did that, that's the reason why I won't waste my money on shit like that. I, I think it's ridiculous the prices they charge. The fact that they they not only charge you 45 to $65 for a photo op, they then want to charge you, what, another 10 15 bucks to get a digital download? It's or, 15 bucks to own the photo, yeah. That's just ridiculous. I mean... You know, After not to not to sit here to and... Str- all your picture taken? Yeah, you get a free printout, but if you want... The to own the photo to where you can put it on Facebook or keep it on a hard drive, it's another fifteen bucks to download it. To basically, they'll put it on their website. You copy and paste it to a folder you want to. That's amazing. But I'm, I'm know, in the like, wrong business. <laughs> like, like, I, like I said, though, I've never personally had a problem with this company. They've always been real cool to me. I've always been satisfied with their product. But I did witness this. So I'm talking about it. Yeah, but why do they got to charge you this additional fee to go to their website to download your photo? That's ridiculous. I mean, not to sit here and stroke our sponsor, but I've gone to the events that they've done at Graveyard where, you know, Gunnar Hansen, Doug Bradley, Betsy Palmer, you know, hell, even, you know, Merle and the, the murder junkies from Gigi Allen's band. If you didn't have a camera, not a problem. They took a photo. They gave you a piece of paper, a scrap of paper with a number on it, which corresponded to your photo. And all you had to do is simply email the store and say, hey, my number was 46, and can you send it to me? And they sent you the damn photo for free. That's nice. You know, they didn't sit there and charge a ridiculous fee and say, well, we're going to put it up on our website, and then you'll get an access code and pay us 15 bucks more after you paid 25 bucks to get into the event at Graveyard. You got two autographs, and if you brought your own camera, you could take as many photos as you like. Plus, you were able to talk to the star, you know, and, and, and as long as the conversation was lively and not, you know, where you're sitting there going, uh, 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 you know, you, you got to spend time with the star. And if you were one of those that didn't show up with a camera or you had a problem with your camera or, like, in some cases I saw people, you know, there was one guy whose battery took a shit on him. Um, the guys at the shop there, they, they took photos. And then, like I said, they either sent them to you or people were even, you know, more than welcome to bring in a, a CD and I saw the guys there actually copy the photos onto CD for customers. Nice. But when it does come to some of these bigger caliber guests, you got to see the reasoning for it. No. Not for the digital download, but the days of these table photos for these big guests, they're done. That's understandable, but still the ridiculous fees of 45 to 65 bucks for a photo that I agree. how many how many of these group shots did we see at horror hound where it was the walking dead cast and because you've got five or six of these stars in a photo and they're told to look forward and you as 
you know, the, the fan are told to look forward, but then all of a sudden, for some reason, Norman just kind of screwing around. He made a goofy face. Now you just spent, oh, you know, a hundred some dollars for a photo with these five stars, and, and somebody's making. And a Norman face. fucked up the photo. Now he didn't do it intentionally, but you know, these guys, they're it's a conveyor belt. They want to pop you in and pop you out as fast as possible. They don't sit there and look to see if you blinked. They don't look to see if one of the stars was. You know, See, I'd be mad if I paid that much for a picture and somebody's got like that. You know, when you take the picture and one eye's open, one eye's closed, you go. Oh, well, it's like the photos we look. saw. The photos yeah. we saw last year at Wizard, where you know Stan Lee was propped up like the corpse that he is in a chair. He didn't move, and it was okay. There's a yellow X on the floor. Stand on it. Look forward. Smile. Snap. Okay, move. Next guy. Stand forward. Smile. Snap. Next. You know, it was ridiculous. You, I saw hundreds of photos on tables of Stanley, and he. So he looked basically like a. Prop. It was a weekend at Bernie's. A weekend he, he, at Bernie's. He was literally propped <laughs> up in a chair. You stood next to him, and the only thing that changed in every photo was the person standing next to him. He didn't. His expression didn't change. His movement didn't change. He didn't so much as even move a finger. Wow. And to me, you know, that's just not, that's not a photo op. That's a joke. That's just it's an a overpriced wax figure. Yeah, exactly. They could have put a cardboard stand up there. You wouldn't have known the difference. Now, with uh, your wizard experience, you had an interesting experience with one of my childhood heroes, Jason David Frank. He's a nice guy, but you know, dude, he's just too full of happiness, joy, joy, happy, happy bullshit. Well, dude, he's trying to make it enjoyable for the fans. I mean, I how many times have you gone up to a star? And you just handed them fifty bucks, and they're like, eh, "Here you go, next." Well, that's yeah, that's the case, and I walk away pissed off. And you right, know. so you want a guy like that who makes yeah, it nice. I'm... He does the little viral videos. He keeps the fan community together. You know, it makes guys like me when they, you know, he films me doing a little thing for it, you know his YouTube and his Instagram. He uploads it. That's cool. It's something we can always watch. And say, hey, yeah, he he filmed me saying this, you know. Or when he does the Instagram intros and the photos, you're on video, you see the photos. I mean, dude, that that's above and beyond a that's, fan experience. That's all good and great for you if you're a fan, but me, I'm just standing there to take your photo, right? And and he was just he was trying to have fun. I, I with know you. he was trying to have fun, but I was just like not having it because I don't know who the guy is. I didn't grow up watching his show. You know, I'm older than when the show was on. I was too busy. <laughs> trying to score too beer. Busy wrestling. And, yeah. I was too busy trying to get beer and going sitting, all state. Uh-huh. Sitting in the woods getting drunk and having a good time versus sitting there watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You might have run home from school afterward, but I was either in detention or on my way to work. So I don't know who Yeah, you were you were you were out of high school by then. Right. Well I, I don't wrestling know glory days behind you by the time the show went on the air. Right. I, didn't get to, I no longer got to grab a guy's package. Oh man, I had to have been terrible for you. Anyways, I don't know who he is. Didn't watch the show. Didn't care. Just there to take your photo. Um, he's a nice guy. I, mean, I can't take that away from him. But you know, dude, if you see a guy like me standing there, and I'm not smiling and I'm not into what you're doing, uh, move along to somebody who is into what you're doing, because uh, just poking the bear is not going to get you anywhere other than, you know, your buddy getting pissed off because you're treating his childhood, you know, man crush. Like shit. <laughs> you know, wow. Why you gotta be so mean to him? Why? Well, because he's annoying me. Why you gotta say things like that? Because he's annoying me. Yeah, but you didn't say anything out of line. No, but you guys had a little nice back and forth. You were laughing. You had fun. 
Don't say you didn't have fun, because you were laughing. Yeah. Uh, you're just trying to be the big grumpy fuck on the show. Yeah. It's okay. I understand. Don't need to be. Any other thoughts on the Wizard Show, sir? Uh, overpriced. Um, vendor room, what do you think of the second level, keeping their vendors and the guests completely separate, two different I, I thought that was good because since all these people were stupid to pay all this ridiculous money to meet some of these stars and get in the photo ops, it kept the vendor room nice and empty so it was easy to move around. It wasn't hot and sweaty. Um, I like the second level. You know, I, th- I think it's better that they divided it up like that. Uh, just not a whole lot to, uh, not a whole lot there to buy though this year. You know, it was a lot of rehash. I mean, you're seeing the same old, same old. And you know, when I've got a store like Graveyard in my neighborhood, there's no really need for me to go there and spend my money because I'm going to pay twice as much at Wizard than I would at that store. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends if you're looking for hey, depends if you're looking for the vintage piece. I mean, if I walk up and I see a guy selling, um, you know, original Buck Rogers, uh, Gil Gerard action figure, and like I did, and the guy had 150 bucks on it, and I'm eyeing this thing up because I want to add it to my collection, um, that's totally reasonable, 150 bucks, you know. But when you see a guy selling, um, literally a kick-ass figure for 40 dollars that came out, I know a week ago. The Nico one? Yes. Because it was the uncensored one. It actually said kick ass. Well, because that was versus- a San- it was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Because that they did they did an uncensored release of all three figures that it said kick ass for kick ass, and then above it it said kick ass. For Hit Girl, it said kick ass above her figure, and then for motherfucker it said kick ass, and then for the character name it said motherfucker. They spelled it out. I think those were actually offered through Nika is uh, censored or uncensored. I don't think it had really. Anything. Yeah, because they, they there was a box set. Yeah, you got the three. Right, that's, that's what I was seeing at oh, Comic Con no, 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 with no. a Comic Con sticker on it. No, no, saying these uncensored. Were, no, the the three individual figures are released censored and uncensored. Okay. It'll, it'll say you know KA two, right, or it'll say Kick Ass. And if it if it's the character motherfucker, yeah, then it's got the asterisks, or it just spells it out. But you know, these are figures that just literally hit the shelves that week, and they're twenty dollars figures. And these guys are charging forty, fifty dollars. I mean, Hit Girl, the, the most expensive figure I saw was fifty bucks. And, and the short packs, motherfucker, that's the short yeah. pack. You know, it was just like seeing uh, the comic book Walking Dead figures. And people charging, I saw the, a high price of $60 for a penny. Come on. Which I just saw at Toys R Us for fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Today. It's a, it's a $15, $20 figure. Um, between 15 to 20 is what you're going to pay if you can find it. It is you know, a, a bit of a hard figure to come by because they got sucked up pretty quick. But, you know, 60 bucks. She's not even appearing at the convention. And that's just the way Wizard is. I mean, hey, by all means, they can charge whatever the hell they want. If people are going to pay it, they'll pay it. But can't see it. Too too expensive. Now, with Flashback Weekend going on across the street, I was only there one day. You were there all weekend. Ghost Town. It was, but I got to say, I enjoyed myself. It was a nice break it from Wizard in the Long the, Lines. It was probably one of the better Flashback shows that I've been to over the years. Um, being that it wasn't as crowded... You obviously didn't have to wait in line any great length of time to meet any star. I mean, you got Patricia Quinn there, 
Uh, Who was awesome. Magenta from Rocky Horror. And I never saw her have more than three people in her line. Really? Yep. And that was really? fine. That yeah. was fine because I got to talk with her and she was awesome. It seemed like that that would be like a line that would be kind of you got, long. You got Danny Glover sitting there charging $30 for an autograph, $10 for a photo. Only if you bought the autograph. And no line. At really? All. That, yeah, those I, are like I, big names. He, yeah. ne- he never saw him sign one autograph. Really? I never. Yeah. And, and when I was there, I never saw him sign an autograph. We saw people talking to him, yeah. but I never saw him sign an autograph. I saw him take a photo with and, one person. And how often does Danny Glover do uh, conventions? Well, he's starting to do a little more now, but he's normally doing bigger ones out in Jersey. Oh. You know, this is the first smaller Midwest show he did, and I mean, he was just sitting there with headphones the whole time I was I, there. I think it's awesome because he's sitting next to Kane Hodder. And Kane's got a line of 15, 20 people standing there waiting to meet Kane. Now, Kane's awesome. The guy's, uh, you know, a really nice guy. He knows how to treat the fans. Always takes time to, you know, to interact, strangle you and everything. Um, but it was just great to see, you know, 15, 20 people in line for Kane Hodder and then nobody in Danny Glover's line. You know, I'm not knocking Danny Glover, but, you know, it was just great. Here's a, here's a, a, a crispy critter. That uh, Jesus, you know you wow. got to tell that story now. You got to tell that story because I he's can't been, believe you had the balls to say that. He's to him. been burned, so he. I, I oh, jokingly yeah. call him Crispy Critter because he's he has to wear gloves on his hands because his hands are pretty scarred up, and uh, that's a that's a, a time for another time for that story. But um, it's just good to see Kane have a long line and then Danny Glover have no line. Um, but you also had other stars there. I mean. Uh, uh, who else was a big, another big name there? George Romero. Yeah, but see, Romero really never had a long line either. I mean, George has got five tables leading up to where he's sitting, and it's all photo, you know, photos, DVDs, posters, books, posters, and such. Um, you know, so he's got a line of people lined up looking at his, you know, uh, paraphernalia that he's selling. Um, but he never really had that long of a line either. Maybe twenty, twenty-five people in line at any given time. The sad thing was to see George sitting there and looking so old and so just worn out and you know, frail. Frail, yeah, is the best way to describe it. I mean, anybody who got his signature this weekend, um, completely different. Yeah, you you might have had a great experience, you know, with meeting George because he is always very nice and very personable and takes time to usually take a photo with you. Even though I think they were charging for photos this time, I, I don't. I don't think. I think it was forty dollars an autograph, and it got you. The table photo. If you wanted a posed photo with him standing up by the zombies, they charged for that. Oh. Well, regardless, you know, anybody who got a signature this weekend kind of got the short end of the stick because his signature, you know, has recently changed. It's not as, you know, nicely spelt out and pronounced. Uh, he also doesn't write, you know, stay scared anymore on there, which is something he always did. Um, unfortunately, it's a noticeable difference in his signature. But then again, you know, he's getting up there in age, and I don't think you're going to see him doing cons very much longer. Maybe, you know, through the rest of this year, first part of 2014, but I think that's pretty much it then. You know, rumor had it that he had possibly had a, a mild stroke recently, and with his way, the way he was shaking and how frail he looked, it's very possible. But overall, I thought Wizard, um, I should say Flashback, was run very well. 
Uh, again, long lines were not an issue. Um, the promoters did a good job of getting people in and out real quick. There was no long wait. Uh, Flashback's always been kind of known for having some, especially on Fridays, issues getting you know passes or tickets distributed. And uh, there's always been kind of a bit of congestion there. This year it went real smooth. You know, the guys did a great job. I enjoyed myself. Um, they could have had a little bit, few more tables out there for swag and stuff because the one table that was out there got very crowded and cards and you know, posters and so on just became a big mosh. You know, looked like somebody puked business cards all over this table. I would like to say thank you to the promoters of Flashback Weekend also for keeping the prices down to where pretty much everyone in that show for the most part was 20 bucks with a few 25s and 30s but mostly 20 which you don't find anymore yeah it was a nice break from wizard they could have easily taken advantage of uh the fans by you know having um the cast of dawn of the dead charge more you know there it was 20 bucks per signature to meet galen ross uh ken forey which ken's pretty much a staple of the convention circuit but you know, and he's always really cool, but they could have easily charged 30 bucks or more and then even charged for photos. They didn't. It was 20 bucks, 20 per signature on your item or their pictures, and they took photos with everybody. And, you know, it was it was nice because you could go there on a budget and you could get your entire Dawn of the Dead poster signed by the, you know, by the principal cast members. So. Yeah. And, all, and also, again, I got to say again that if you ever get a chance to meet Patricia Quinn Magenta from Rocky Horror, please do. She was It was a very awesome experience, very talkative, very funny. So if she ever does a show near you, go and meet her. And she was willing it. to put up with a goober that was looking oh, for freebie yeah. autographs. That was terrible. Nothing like walking up, getting your poster signed, then getting a photo with her. And then when her assistant says, well, that'll be, and turn around and go, well, I didn't know I had to pay. Well, great, really? right? Really? Somebody did that? Yeah. The guy yeah. got his poster signed, got a photo Jeez. with her, and then turns around and says, well, you didn't tell me I had to pay. And Patricia, being the class act as she was, didn't get upset. She just basically picked up his poster, handed it to him, and said, you know, go away. Good day. <laughs> Good day. Nice. And, you know. Yeah, he, he was like, <laughs> he was, because uh, they said, well, you, you know, it's a convention, you got to pay. And he was like, oops. And then Patricia will get hands him a poster and says, Okay, oops, we'll move along. Nice. <laughs> if I were Patricia, I would have trashed the poster. Yeah. Really? Just <laughs> scribbled over autograph or rip it. Now, was it, did he buy the poster right there in front of her? Or is it, was it his poster? No, it was a poster this, he came to the table. And this poster oh. had multiple autographs on it already. So, if, chances are he probably fucking knew. Yeah, he knew because it had three or four autographs on That's, it. That's not right. No, not at all. But we do got to leave this review with a good story. So please, sir, tell your Kane Hodder story from this past weekend. It's pretty funny. No, I'm too tired. Oh, come on, man. Don't, don't leave people <laughs> oh, hanging. Oh, suspense for next time. Cliffhanger for next oh, show. Oh, come on, man. Tell dun, a story. Dun, dun, dun. There were so many stories with Kane. That's the problem. From this past weekend. Every time I went by Kane something was happening. Every time I even looked in his direction, he had a comment for me. Well, tell your banter when you actually had a crowd around you. That's for the next <laughs> show. Cliffhanger. Gotta have the listeners come back for more. Yeah. The whole two of them that we have. And well, since we're hey. going to see Kane at um, 
the Days of the Dead we're going to see him at, or is he going to be at... Uh, He's going to be at Days of the Dead. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll segue up to that one for Days of the Dead coming up in uh, just a couple months. Tell the story then. I guess, even though it goes along with what we're talking about directly right now. <laughs> but yeah. anyways, I guess uh, on our next show, we're going to do a spotlight on Horror Hound Weekend, give you all the details of that show leading up to it. It's going to be a great show. They always put on an awesome show. This is going to be uh, very exciting for a lot of people because Robert England's going to be there. He's kind of come back into the circuit after taking a hiatus for a few years, which he needed to do because he was on the circuit for about 10 years where you could bet on meeting him any, no matter where you were in the U.S. So we got that going on. We're going to be doing uh, also... Referring to Robert England, we're going to be talking about the newest Nika releases of uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street figures that should be available through graveyardrecords.com before the show, so you'll be able to order those and have them in hand to get them signed. They're going to be very popular. And among uh, a lot of other interesting topics, as we always do. But until <laughs> then, thank you for listening. I am your host, Draven. I'm Bassif, and hey, don't forget, send us your comments. Uh, anything you think that needs to be improved, let us know. If you don't like what we're talking about, let us know. If you don't like anything, let us know, because the only way the show can get better, besides me getting some sleep, would be for your feedback. <laughs> nice. It's don't forget truth. the mail. It's the truth. And oh, yeah, send mail your girl your mail. She'll answer Mail anything. girl your mail? Yes. Like I said, I'm tired. <laughs> Nice. Say, say your plea in your outro, Meryl girl. Oh, my, my plea? I have a plea? Yes, you have a plea oh, to please, have people send you mail. send me mail. I'm Mail Girl Barbarella. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. <sighs> this fine episode was brought to you by... Graveyard <laughs> 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 <laughs>